Hello, welcome to the Tonight Line featuring uh, Man of the Year, Ethan Carroll. Hey, how you doing, man? Thanks for having me. Yeah, I mean, th- thanks for being here, you know? So, uh, oh, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you there. But, um, so I kind of brought you on the show to talk about Dear Martin. So uh, I was wondering why you picked the book. So, um, I actually picked the book because my uh, last language arts teacher my sophomore year actually recommended it to our class yeah even though i didn't get around to reading it that her last year i mean i i remember she said it was a really interesting book so i thought why not yeah yeah i could see that yeah um, uh, well for me i kind of my uh my, my language arts teacher this year actually recommended me she's super dope you know uh after i read the summary on the back of the book i kind of was hooked and uh I mean, it's not often that you read about an Ivy League-bound student that's, like, racially discriminated. So, yeah. And, uh, so, uh, let's, for the audience that hasn't read the book, uh, what's it about? So, it's basically about a boy named Justice McAllister who, he, he attends a very prestigious boarding school in Atlanta, Georgia. However, he's, he's the only black kid in his school, so... It just shows how much there's so much diversity in this book yeah. that he has to overcome about him, like him being a black man in today's society, which is just—it's a big struggle. Yeah. How about you? I mean, uh, I mean, you kind you kind of got a broad statement of it, but uh, so yeah, I mean, for the audience, you know, yeah, it's basically 17-year-old kid in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, it kind of starts off with him being wrongfully accused by a, an officer, Tommy Castillo. And he's kind of racially profiled. And uh, from that, he writes a, a, a letter to Martin Luther King, you know, kind of describing his his situation at a prestigious school and how he's a good kid and all that, even coming from a bad area. And, uh, I mean, the officer later dies. I mean, sorry for spoilers, but it happens. And then, uh, I mean, there's a bunch of racial discrimination in it about, like, for example, one of uh, Justice's white friends, Blake, was in the KKK. Or, or he wasn't in it, but he wore a uh, costume to a Halloween party. And, uh, he, he, I mean, he, wearing that, he gets beat up by a gang known as the Black Jihad. And, uh, I mean, it's really a relatable book for anyone in high school. I mean, there's, there's like, girl problems. Justice likes this girl on and off, you know. And uh, Justice's white friends are, like, constantly in arguments with them you know just like any other high school kid even though this one's about racism and uh i mean he starts to like branch off his uh friendships with his with his white friends as as he calls them and um later in the book many um many and him get in a fight with one of his white friends and uh, it kind of just spirals out of control you know there's there's lawsuits and all that yeah and uh and um, there's a man named Garrett Tyson, which was uh, the officer that died later, earlier in the book's partner. And um, yeah, he he gets he shoots Manny, and he and Manny dies, which is Justin's best friend. And uh, Justin gets injured, considers joining a gang, and uh, basically he uh, he get, it gets past that, and moves on to Yale. Yeah, that was that was really just amazing to me. I mean, coming from the background, too, like, that almost never happens. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so, uh, one of the big questions about the book, who do you think, uh, 
kind of evolved throughout the book the most? Um, I would definitely say I think Justice de- developed the most in the book. I mean, him, even though there were a bunch of other characters who I think were really, like, who really changed, I think he changed the most just because about, at the beginning of the book, he didn't really embrace who he was, and, like, towards the end of the book, he kind of, like, it really just, just got him mad about all the racial things that were going on, and it really just opened his mind up to, like, what, like, to like reality I totally see that I mean I mean Justice obviously he kind of become like he kind of like changes to a different person at the end of the book but for me it was definitely Jared I mean he went from being like growing up in a racist family he was also racist and I mean at the end of the book he became a civil rights lawyer I mean I mean what are the odds of that you know yeah I know that's crazy yeah I mean he goes from being a bad guy in uh, Justice's eyes and they end up meeting up at the at Yale become friends it's a great story so uh i mean what, what can you say about like justice's background you know comes from a very poverty family i mean he doesn't really come from much at all which just really just shows how much he stepped up to his full potential which sure. says a lot about him and the struggles he even faced before like the book actually explained about who he was in his childhood it shows that he it was he definitely wasn't coasting in life like it was definitely a struggle with him and his family yeah he definitely comes from a humble background i mean it's not it's not easy to become who he was but at the end of the book from where he started yeah, of course uh, so uh i mean it's it's been great having you so uh Man, thanks for having me. Yeah, happy to be here. All right, awesome. See you. See you next time, you know. Yeah, peace out. All right, see you. Goodbye, podcast.